Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I'll tell you what, these passages out of Peter have been profound, have they not? They've given us understanding about, uh, you know, what we're to do when we go through times of trials and tribulations when we seem to be exiled, as this group was, (laughs) when you seem to be in a foreign country, an alien from where you thought you would be. And so let's go ahead and look at the fifth chapter again. If you remember from our last episode, he was exhorting the elders. Remember that? He said, therefore, in light of everything that he'd said in this letter at this point, he said, as your fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and a partaker also of the glory that is to be revealed. So Peter says, hey, I saw him suffer. I saw the glory that is to come. Then he tells them what to do, those overseers uh, or the elders. Shepherd the flock of God among you. And then he tells them how to shepherd, how to leave, how to lead the people. He says, exercising oversight, not under compulsion. You're giving oversight, okay? But you don't, it's, it's the attitude of the heart that is so important here. You're not compulsing the people, and it's not under compulsion, but you do it voluntarily according to the will of God and not for sordid gain, but with eagerness. Boy, that right there, uh, <laughs> that tears down some things that we see nowadays, doesn't it, within the body of Christ? And we talked about that our last time together. Then in verse 3, Nor yet as lording it over those allocated to your charge, but proving to be examples to the flock. So he's telling them, you need to be an example in the way you behave. You don't need to lord over the people. Oh, folks, that happens so, so, so much in, in all elements of leadership. You see it in the world and you expect it there, but not within the body of Christ. You don't lord it over people saying, well, I'm in charge of this or I've been put in this position. He says, these folks have been allocated to your charge. That's interesting. Okay, It comes from God. And you need, to, you need to exercise that oversight in love and compassion, not under compulsion. Now, the reason I wanted to share this is I want you to see what the next verse says. When he sits there and tells them, don't be motivated by sordid gain, but to do so eagerly, to exercise this, over, this oversight, to shepherd the body voluntarily. Do it eagerly. Let that be your heart. And you say, well, what's the point and the purpose? <laughs> well, the point and purpose is being faithful and obedient to the Lord because the Lord has called you to do this. He said the, ex, the elders had been uh, raised up from within. Verse 4 says this, And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. You know, if you look at most elder leadership within the body of Christ, you think their motivation is something other than the unfading crown of glory. Oh, yeah, quite often it's in the name of the Lord and it's for the Lord, just in the in the same way in politics, it's always for the children, right? Every form of evil that is done. But what we're seeing right here, he says, you need to be an example. You need to show them how to live. You need to guide them. And you're not motivated by the money, okay? You're not motivated by the things that you can gain here. As a matter of fact, you set the example in the other way. Okay? That the stuff that is here, is, 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 we are so blessed that God has granted things, and he's promised to do so. He says, don't worry about this. You know, you look at creation. You know, you look at the birds. You look at everything they're provided for. Will not the uh, Father provide for you? Yes, he will. But we get a little distracted by that. And when he says that when the chief shepherd comes, and that's actually capitalized, and so it's a picture of what? The Lord Jesus Christ, that he is the chief shepherd. When he appears... You will receive 
the unfading crown of glory. So he's speaking to the elders. Now, let me just share one more verse right here because he's going to talk to another group, but it shows us how we're to relate to one another. Verse 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. You younger men. So he was speaking to the elders, right? Now he's speaking to you younger men. Likewise, be subject to your elders. So he's saying, you know, be subject to them. Uh, be obedient to what they lead you in. Pay attention to them. And then he says this, and all of you, well, all of you is the elders, it's the younger men. Does that include everybody else? I highly suspect it means all of everybody within the body of Christ. And all of you, clothe yourself with humility toward one another. For God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. This is so important, folks. So, so, so important, particularly when we're looking at leadership, when we're looking at how the body of Christ should be functioning together. Yes, there are roles. There are callings. And, and you see it throughout the Scripture. The Lord is very clear about that, how He has designed things and how we're supposed to be doing things. It's also very clear that we don't do it. Okay? We simply don't do it. I had a gentleman that uh, spoke recently at a corporate worship time. Great guy, godly man, knows the Bible. And he was being very, very compassionate, being walking in humility, and was just sharing a couple of scripture passages and pushed right up to saying this directly. He didn't say it directly, but he he said, uh, the idea was along this line. If the word says this, then why are we not doing it this way? Why do we choose to do things whatever way we're doing them and whatever the matter is we may be discussing? Why do we do that? And it gets us into a lot of troubles because we've just created the uh, practices and performances of man. What the Lord says to do is for all of us to clothe ourselves with humility toward one another, to put on humility. Oh, we can take off humility real easy. Okay, get full of hubris and pride and arrogance. No, no. Clothe yourself with humility toward one another. So it's not going to be a false humility for yourself to where everybody you're thinking, well, I'm going to be I'm going to be humble now so everybody can look at how humble I am. Well, you've lost it then, right? And then he tells us why. He quotes out of the Old Testament. He says because God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble. And then the next two verses which we'll look at the next time, he actually picks up on that idea and shows us how important it is to walk in humility with one another. In speaking to the young men and speaking to the elders, you cannot be walking in humility if you are uh, dictating and demanding, okay? If you're dictating and demanding from a uh, seat of position, from a seat of power, if you are lording it over those who are allocated to you. And let me tell you what, that lording... Um, occurs in a lot of ways, okay? It's not just this demanding dictator type of thing. A lot of times it comes across in a, uh, how can I say this carefully? I'm being guarded here, guys. Uh, in a uh, demeaning kind of way, in a way that's putting people down. I'll give you an example of this from a distant time, okay? This is some, some 20 years ago. I was uh, helping a church out. Uh, just 
it was just sort of a strange kind of thing. Uh, just help them out on Wednesday nights for a few weeks, just a few weeks. And so I was hearing the the preacher preach on Wednesday nights, and he was going uh, through First Corinthians at that time and dealing with some passages which he thought were di- very difficult. Well, they're not very difficult unless you're going to stand up and say, hey, I don't believe what chapter 12, 13, and 14 is talking about. Well, then it's going to be difficult to explain that. So anyway, he was in the midst of all that, and he got up one um, one Wednesday evening and says, well, you know, I've been studying this. I've been studying this for hours and hours and hours and weeks and a long time in my life, and I think I've got this down to where I can explain it to you where you'll understand it. You know, I, I tell you, my, my reaction was I wanted to pick a hymn up and throw it at him. I mean, seriously, you know, to be demeaning like that, to talk down to people, to lord over them, uh, to to jest. The scripture talks about coarse jesting and that we're not to do coarse jesting. And coarse jesting is rampant within the body. And everybody laughs and everybody chuckles and everybody goes, well, except for me, I'm sitting there probably looking like the fuddy dugs. I'm thinking, you don't know what you're doing when you're tearing down the body of Christ this way. And so uh, those who are elders, and we are to not do that kind of thing. And all of us are to clothe ourselves with humility and not do those kind of things. Anyway, we'll continue on next time. I'm Dale. Uh, pass the word about this time together, okay? I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.